0: can travel anywhere in time and space and it's mine please look at this. go on same most people do <laughs> it's smaller on the outside hey what's up and welcome back to smaller on the outside or as i would like to call it pseudocast the first the best and the only doctor who podcast that you just can't miss my name is dave and i'll be the time lord with you this evening and with me as always is andy that's right and uh if this is the first time you are listening to this podcast then you are in for a real good treat because andy is now going to sing a little song for you take it away andy you said I just can't miss the podcast, but I've been missing the podcast. I don't know about you. Uh, oh, well, a little monotone for me, but, uh, <laughs> some tone-deaf kid out there is ecstatic. Yes. Yes. Um, all right, so we have been going over and re-watching Doctor Who, um, which has been fantastic. Uh... Not really. This last season has been a little bit of a, how do I put this? Uh, one of the worst seasons of the show? Yes. I I, I don't know. I, I, I enjoyed it more this time around uh, than I did the first time around. I know that. Actually, I liked it less than the first time, I feel like. I could be <laughs> wrong. Um, really? Yeah. Well, the thing is, I knew where it was heading, so I could catch some of the uh, hints at that, although there was there wasn't a lot, but there was some of that. Yeah, so this is uh Season 7, Part B. This is um, how many episodes? Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9? 10. Uh, because we got the specials, too. So we have uh, 10. Yeah, we have Bells of St. John, Rings of Akaten, Cold War, Hide, Journey of the Center of the TARDIS, Crimson Horror, Nightmare in Silver, Name of the Doctor, Day of the Doctor, and Time of the Doctor. That's not nine? That's ten. I don't know. What are All you right. missing? <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know. We'll figure it out as we go along. Um, okay, so when I was watching this season, a thought popped up in my head. The season itself, before the specials, could just be four episodes long uh, Bells of St. John, Rings of Akatan, Journey to the Center of the Earth, and then the finale. I mean, the TARDIS, and back. Right. But whatever. Uh, the finale, right. Uh, right. Those are the important ones for sure. And, but I mean, I could say the same thing about X Files, which is actually true. They have the main storylines for X Files. Uh, but then again, a lot of the other episodes, even though they're filler, are still uh, you know pretty fun to watch and everything. And I think this might be the only season of Doctor Who where I'm thinking they're they're really trying to dis- make make easy distraction episodes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um... So one first. thing uh, this season as a whole, including the first part, it seems to be this is kind of uh, one one thing about this season and maybe a little bit of next season that that's not in a lot of the other seasons is I think this is pretty much the entirety of where uh, Vastra, Jenny and Strax take place. Yes, probably. Um, I, I used to think they were kind of across multiple seasons, but it's, it's mostly season seven. With a little bit of season 8 and and then also um, Good Man Goes to War. Hmm. But it's mostly this season. Okay. Which is interesting. Okay. So the first episode, or that, the sixth episode of the season, is called The, the Bells of St. John. The Bells. Uh, well, it's sort of the seventh episode of Can't the Snowmen. Well, I, I don't. Okay. I wasn't sure if the, I wasn't sure because usually Christmas specials are take place after or before the season, so they don't really count as part of the episode count. But if they're in the middle of the season, I would think they would. Well, I'm looking right now on Track TV, and usually that counts the Christmas special in the middle of the season if that's where it is, or at the beginning of the season. Uh, and it only has 12 episodes. Here, okay. They're skipping over the Christmas special. That's just weird. <laughs> so, the Bells of St. John, what they're referring to are, is the phone on the TARDIS. Um, yes, because the TARDIS has the name St. John on the front. Yes. And, uh, and so, honestly, did you when you saw this title the ori- originally, did you predict that that's what it was going to be referring to? No, I was thinking a church. Right. <laughs> um, obviously. The, uh, so, he gets a call from Clara. She's trying to call the tech guy. She got his number from the woman in the shop.
1: Which we know now.
0: Missy, right? I don't really remember, but that's what it says online. They do so reference just... that in uh, the, uh, the first season, uh, the first episode of the next season, I believe. Ah. So, although they uh, don't know it's Missy yet, this episode all basically just kind of revolves around the idea that Wi-Fi is an evil entity that sucks you in and dries you out, and. Uh, I don't know. They they they're using people as a battery farm of some sort. I don't really know the uh, but they are being you know led by the great intelligence, aren't they? Yes, this is a sort of a this is sort of a, a part two of the last episode in a way, uh, in that it concludes the search for Clara and it also uh, continues the great intelligence story, which is also another uh, sort of a theme throughout the season. Ah uh, yes. So. Obviously, they do ask the question about, you know, what's going on with Claire. They more ask it in the next episode. Um, but let's see. When I was going through my uh, my rating for this episode, I said as far as it has, uh, you know, the season significance because of Clara specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and the great intelligence. Good guys are always good. Uh, I didn't really give it a score for bad guys because... Uh, other than the great intelligence, which we find out at the very end, the actual bad guys that are offering the Wi-Fi aren't all that impressive to me. No. Um, but the threat is interesting. I call it threat interesting. Uh, the concept and the story with the you Wi-Fi. You know what was really cool? One thing I noticed in the episode that, that I thought was pretty cool is they do, like, it's basically, it feels like a one-shot. It's, it's not if you pay attention to how, how it's edited, but it feels like they walk right into the TARDIS, uh and then in the same shot, uh the doctor fiddles with the controls and then walks right back out and they're in the uh in the airplane. All right. That feels like a one shot, and I thought that was a really cool shot in the episode. Yeah. That's I, I did give cinematography uh a point there. Yeah. Um overall I think that it was a seven out of ten episode. I'll I'll agree. Um the next episode is entitled The Rings of Aquatine, which is probably uh holds the best speech. In uh, whatever I've heard from Doctor Who thus far, is probably held the best speech. And, and I, I like, did this speech in my speech class. Yes. <laughs> I actually, uh, I, I, I did it, and at the end, my teacher was like, I didn't know you had that in you. <laughs> were you playing music at the same time? No, I wasn't. But, A big but part of how the speech works is with the music, I think, Yeah. You know? I wanted to but. now the thing about this the uh, funny thing about the actual speech is he goes through all of that and gives out all his energy, and it's really just Clara that does it. <laughs> she's like, she just steps in she's like, "Hey, here's my leaf. go away and, and it's kind of it's kind of a cop out explanation for that too. like here's you know, you know, was this thing lives off of memories. Well, here's the memories of things that haven't happened yet, like I mean. Yeah, the whole idea that it has a uh, a whole bunch of possible outcomes. infinite. Yeah, infinite. And that's what does it and everything. It would have made more sense if if they would have called back to this and said, okay, the reason it worked was not because of infinite. Uh, Because it wasn't because of the infinite possibilities, but because of her... uh, you know, infinite uh infinite selves. Okay, all right. I had to get the uh, Blu-ray started for for them because the TV that wasn't old. switching. Yes. Yes, the TV sorry, yeah. needed to be restarted because it wasn't switching HDMI ports for some reason. Yes, that old no, no, it's the TV's fault actually this time. All right, so I don't remember where we were. Remember to actually cut that because otherwise, you're just gonna have a bunch of like you know baby sounds. Right. <laughs> all right, I don't know where we were. Uh we were in the uh, we were talking about the leaf and I said instead of um instead of the leaf being infinite possibilities in the future it should have been the it should have ended up being because uh Clara has uh, a bunch of infinite versions of herself throughout history. Yeah, but that would be like that would have made more sense. Spoils. I think. It, I know, but if they came back to that in like name of the doctor, I think that would have uh made this episode make a little bit more sense. Now, when I was rating this episode, I think I came up with 9 out of 10, uh, strictly because I don't really feel a huge threat in, in I understand the magnitude of what's going on, but I personally did not feel threatened by anything while watching. Uh, but also, in general, because you remember this episode for the very tail end of it and pretty much <laughs> nothing else. Yeah. Uh, Music is great. Music's awesome from the get-go. I, I, uh, I like the songs... I like the song so much that it's it's on my you know on my MP3 player. Yes, on my phone. It's so. on my Spotify. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, the long song, not yeah. the one that the guy is singing to the mummified. Uh, right. <laughs> you know, I don't I don't even know. Um, but the other one. <laughs> yes. Song. So I gave that one a nine out of ten. In the next episode. I might, after- yeah I might agree with nine out of ten. It's 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 close though. I want to say ten. Yeah. But. I have to be honest with myself, I'm like, for the most part, I don't care about a lot of what happens in the episode until the tail end. Right. Um, now we start with the um, death episodes. Cold War. Yes, Cold War. Um, Cold War takes place on a submarine. There's an ice warrior, and that's about it. It's, uh, written by Mark Gatiss. Mark Gatiss. Um, the eighth episode, um, I don't really think there's much to say about this. I don't really care about, uh, things that take place on submarines in general. Uh, (laughs) just, uh, just not something I usually watch. Like, if there's a submarine movie out, you probably won't be seeing me watching it. Uh, Uh, it's just not my forte. I like the fact that there's Ice Warriors in it, but that's pretty much the only thing I like about it. Yeah, Ice Warriors, this was actually the return of the Ice Warriors uh, because they never actually had them before this point in the new series, from what right. I recall. And so this is the return of the Ice Warriors. Your final answers What do you have Written down for us Sound was not on No I'm sorry That is not The correct answer In fact It's Escargot Okay Well well, you missed it I was doing The Jeopardy theme song Oh I see Well what I was saying Is it was the uh, Return Of the Of the Ice Warriors For the first time In the uh, New series And what was interesting Was the first time That you saw The Ice Warriors Outside of their um, Armor Yes. But aside well, from weird, that, there but... wasn't a whole lot to the episode. That's right. Not very memorable at all. So I'm guessing you pr- probably rate this one pretty low. Yeah, I mean, I said I like the fact that the Ice Warriors were there. And I like the concept about trying to explain, uh, you know, the a little bit of the history, at least, of the Ice Warriors and everything. However, that's the only things I care about. That's two things. That is 2% out of 10. So 2 out of 10? 2 out of 10, 20%, I guess. So, um, the one thing that I thought this episode had potential and they completely ignored it, uh, the very end, they, the, the TARDIS is stuck on the South Pole and they're in the North Pole. I thought they could have used that opportunity to, uh, to continue on with them in this time period for another, for a different story on the next episode, but they didn't do that.
1: Right, okay. That would have been,
0: like, being stuck like that on Earth, where they can't get to the TARDIS very easily. That would have maybe made for an interesting story, I think. They they did a lot of that with the third Doctor, where he, he had his TARDIS, but it, was, it wasn't it working, so he was stuck on Earth. And they came up with some interesting stories. So they could have done something with that, but they didn't. Okay, so... That's that. Yeah, I, would, I, I don't know if I'd go as far as two, but it, it is pretty low for me. All right, so the next episode is called Hide. Now, Hide is the haunted Goes. house. Yeah, the haunted house Halloween special. I don't know. Um, no, it aired on April. All right, so um, this is uh, episode nine. All right, so uh, not much to this episode either. A little bit more entertaining, but not by much. Um, what was interesting about this episode? is basically the the purpose the reason the doctor was there is he, he was trying to figure out if he could get the psychic lady to figure out what Clara really was. <laughs> nope, sorry. And she just said she's a normal person. So it was kind of a pointless thing, but uh yeah, it you're not going to be like, "Oh, this is an important episode because of that." Uh uh-uh. um, Right. It, it came close to being one, and then it just kind of it they didn't do anything with it so Good guys are good threats okay uh cinematically kind of cool along with visuals it's kind of cool however Mm. that's the only things that i care about this episode that brings it up to a whole whopping four out of ten for me okay yeah it wasn't great (laughs) it's not like most of this season it's mostly like that until you get to the family or, next one's better. The next, yeah, one's great. next one is better. The Journey to the Center of the TARDIS. Now, I remember watching this. I mean, we have podcasts for all these episodes uh, stored in deep storage. <laughs> um, but, archive.org, right? Yes. Yeah. You're loud. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. So, the Journey to the Center of the TARDIS is pretty cool just in general to kind of see what's what holds in the TARDIS, kind of all in general, especially that uh, the library with the the book on the time of war or whatnot with the Doctor. There, Flame. there is another episode similar to this one, I believe, in the classic series where um, I don't know if it was Sarah Jane or or somebody. Somebody got, I think it was Fourth Doctor, and somebody got uh, like kind of went deep into the TARDIS and. To the point where it was like a maze, almost getting out. I I I could be remembering this wrong, but I do remember they went into you mean several like Amy different. Like and Rory going around, and Rory. Sort dying of, of yeah, age. sort of like that, yeah. But they yeah. they did they visited several different rooms, including the swimming pool, I believe was one, and it looked kind of like that. So so they, it did have some similarities to that in my in my memory anyway. Okay. Um, the main thing that happens in this episode, though there is quite a few, is that yeah. Claire learns the name of the doctor. Uh now they never I was end up actually... using that what They never end up really using that. you know, I was just having a discussion with somebody on the uh doctor who Facebook group today about this uh because they had listed off people who know uh, the doctor's name they listed off her uh Missy and uh River. why do they think missy well, I guess missy okay missy Mass no, I feel like. Maybe. Well, the the master and the doctor were were they school buddies growing up, something I, I like that. Tell, yeah. I feel I feel like I feel like they were school buddies like before before they graduated or whatever they were they were friends. So maybe he would have known back then what his name was, possibly. Possibly. Um. But I don't know. Okay. But that that I I hope they're not using the. Uh, the Doctor falls as as a source for that, because that is the Doctor Who. Doctor Who is definitely not the Doctor's name. <laughs> now, he obviously makes her forget this whole memory, and then she later remembers some stuff in the finale. But does she remember his name? Yes. Uh, she. Well, does she bring it up again, though? I don't know if she actually brings up the name specifically. She brings up other things like... How she, the doctor had told her she had died multiple times, mm-hmm. uh, but she didn't that's specifically why. Okay, bring so she name. doesn't bring it up, but because she remembered that, I feel like she does probably remember the name. All right, that's what I was thinking too, but people online seem to think otherwise. So I don't know. Hmm. Um. By the way, um, does the name Theta Sigma mean anything to you? Uh, not not. It's not coming to my head. If it does, what what's that supposed to be? Theta Sigma was, I guess, in the classic series they it was the name of the doctor that apparently people didn't like, so they said, they changed it and said it was a nickname of him of his in the in the in the classic series or in like books. Uh, I believe the TV, the Armageddon Factor. I don't remember that. Um, there was I believe in the books they actually had this long drawn out uh. Written name there uh, is another written name right yeah I mean, a bunch of um symbols and stuff like that well um, it's it, it's a spelled out like there's one that you can spell out, but it's long and g- sounds like gibberish, and i I guess that ended up being not canon or or or, retconned or something like that, yeah, but yeah, it's like people were talking about it, they're saying um that originally speaking. Theta Sigma was his name. Uh, I don't remember that at all. But, but then again, when when I was watching, let's see, when I was watching the classic series, yeah, I would have known that the doctor's name was going to be a big issue. So I don't, I don't remember that coming to my mind. I maybe I I I heard Theta Sigma. Maybe I thought that was like a, a title or something instead of a name. It sounds more like a title. Sounds like yeah. you know fraternities and stuff. I don't right. Know. But apparently that's what they were saying. The Armageddon Factor. What was. Let me see. I don't know. <laughs> the Armageddon Factor. The key to. It was the end of the key to time. Um, the first. The, the last appearance of, uh, the first Romana. I do remember that story. He wasn't on. Gallifrey, was he? Anyway. I, I don't. The yeah, Academy. I don't. The I Academy do. enemy on Gallifrey. Well, not on the Armageddon. The Armageddon Factor takes place... They could be talking about it. Atrios uh, the third... Atrios Zeos the third planet. <laughs> Sounds about right. No, is that, um... They they could just be talking about it. Maybe. Yeah, a conversation that slips by you. Well, he, his companion at the time was another Time Lord. Okay. Uh, named Romana. And that was her last... Uh, the first version of Romana, uh... That was her last appearance before she uh, regenerated into another version of Romana, which happened to have the same face as one of the uh, side characters they met in the in the last story. So they're doing the same thing back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. But she so, chose the face. Oh, right. Just yeah. like he chose the face of Peter Capaldi. Right. Um, well, without knowing. Anyways, back to the journey, uh, Senator Tardis. I give this one ten out of ten. I would. Probably go nine simply because even though it has some really good stuff with Clara, I don't think the story itself, like with the with the uh, the, the space uh, pirate type guys or whatever, I didn't, I didn't really care too much yeah. for them. But there wasn't a lot of focus on I, them either. I do like I do like the reveal that those things chasing them were a, a version of themselves burnt from the future. I thought that was kind of cool. And all the all the crossover stuff with with uh, different timelines cl- clashing was pretty cool, and then obviously the the uh, confrontation with with who Clara really is. But I think overall the story itself, despite having those cool moments, didn't quite live up to a ten out of ten for me. When you said something about the story, with the basically, I have a score that goes between concept and story. The concept about being inside the TARDIS and its massive interior kind of overtook that from the story. Okay, I see. All <laughs> right, so we're going down to the Crimson Horror episode 11, probably the worst episode I've. Ever seen. <laughs> this oh, one, know. yeah, I don't like it. You know, I got so distracted while watching this because I was like, "Oh my god, how long is this?" And I guess it just keeps going. It's just um, a regular, it's a regular length episode. I know, I know it is, but it doesn't feel like that. Uh, Gosh. I remember being bored the first time I saw this episode. It was the 100th episode of New Doctor Who. That is a that is a terrible achievement. <laughs> 100 episodes, and this is what you get. Congratulations. <laughs> Were they even paying attention? Um, I wonder uh, if that counts the specials or not. The, the entire thing is, I think Stephen Moffat was so busy with the 50th anniversary that most of this... Season was just filler. And well, if you remember uh, last episode of the podcast, I said I I had a a good feeling that those first uh, six episodes and with the five with Amy and then the Snowmen, I had a feeling those episodes ate up a huge chunk of the season's budget. Yeah, and so they they just kind of filled the rest out with uh, throwaway stories. <laughs> um, this is another episode. season eight has some of that too. This is another episode where I rated it two out of ten. The Crimson Horror. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, probably the only redeeming factor would be uh, Vastra, Jenny, and Strax. Right. <laughs> Honestly. Uh, yeah, that's probably true. But I, if there's like one episode I don't care to ever watch, it's probably this one. Even though I rated the other one two out of ten, this one's like a lower two out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> I was like so dreading it. I saw it upcoming on the schedule. I'm like, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's how it works sometimes. All right. So the next episode is entitled "The Nightmare in Silver," which uh, oh goodness. This one at least has what's his name? Um, hold on. It has Warwick Davis. Uh yes, there's Warwick Davis. He is Warwick episode. Davis. Uh, who? He's, he's 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 been in a lot of stuff, but he's he plays the emperor of the galaxy, or is it the emperor of the the known universe? Actually, so multiple galaxies. Or does sixty-six. Um. No. So yeah, he he, I think his character was memorable. I thought the the interaction between uh, Cyber uh, Doctor and regular Doctor was pretty cool. The stuff with the kids re- is dumb. I remember this episode as. The chess episode, right? This and is very little else. To me, this is sort of a jumping the shark of the Cybermen. Uh, they they way overdid what the Cybermen could do in this episode, and they basically had to destroy them all to make <laughs> to to make yeah. up for that. <laughs> now, okay, here's my one of my big complaints about this episode. They introduced a bunch of random kids as Clara's school friends or whatever they were. They didn't introduce they them. They were there from the Bells of St. John. Were they? Because I wasn't... I, I, I saw one of them and I was like, okay, but the rest of them? They were there in that and they... I uh, feel like they were there just as a purpose for the Doctor to save them and that's it. And it was like mm, why? It's so random. Like, they all show up in the TARDIS one time I'm like, uh, when did this happen? Uh, It just... It's just weird. It wasn't like... They didn't no, he, uh anything. remember at the it end just... of at the end of the Crimson Horror, she comes back and they find they basically found all these pictures of her in the past. So, yeah. so that's why they were back in this episode because she was yes. basically <laughs> saying, "Don't tell anybody. I'll let you take a trip on the TARDIS if you don't tell anybody." Basically, that's the point. Okay, whatever. All right, back to good episodes. Oh, sorry. What, what, what did I rate that one? I think I rated it three. Woo-hoo. Uh, mine would be a bit higher, maybe, but it, it wasn't a memorable episode. All right, episode thirteen. I would uh, like to see Warwick Davis come back as uh as as the Emperor, though. As, really ca- I, mean, I like him as an actor, but I didn't really care for his character. I thought I thought he was decent. Um, I think it would be good if he could if he could be in a better story. You know. All right, we're now back onto good episodes. This one's called. We're on kind of like a three-parter, almost. It is sort of, yeah. Um, and and everything. So they go like this. They go the name of the Doctor, the day of the Doctor, and then the time of the Doctor. Yeah, and in between name and name and day, you can also watch the night of the Doctor, which is a... It's, it's sort of a prequel to the day of the Doctor, but it's more of a prequel to the Time War. Gotcha. All right, so the name of the Doctor starts off with a bang... Uh, Claire's following through the time warp, and she, you're seeing, like, all the doctors she's, uh, talking to and, and following around. Really good uh, intro. Very good and, intro. I remember when I was first watching this, I was watching it, like, on a small, like, computer screen, and I'm like, you know what, I gotta put this on a thumb drive or something to watch, uh, on the big <laughs> screen TV, I gotta see what's going on here, because that was a good intro. Yeah, uh, I always, I always watch Doctor Who on my, And, on of my course, bookstore. we're all surprised, because the, uh, the majority of the season has been. Uh, <laughs> like what kind of finale they're gonna get here? But really, right. it's a three-parting f- finale, and they're all good. Um, name of the doctor really has to do with finding out what's going on with Clara, mm-hmm. but also going to like Trenzalore and Silence will fall. But Silence will fall in a different episode too, so it's kind of confusing. Um, right. So, um, what was the original? Thing that that uh, Dorian Maldivar said um, it. on the fields of Trenzalore. Hold on, Doctor Who. Let me find the exact quote here. On the fields of Trenzalore, at the fall of the eleventh, when no living creature can speak falsely or fail to answer a question, will be asked a question that must never be answered. Doctor Who. Um, so on this uh, episode, we see the fields of Trenzalore. And uh, we see the question is asked, and we assume that this is going to lead to the the fall of the Doctor, the fall of the 11th. Uh, But we don't get this part of the question. We don't get when no living creature can speak falsely or fail to answer. That is something that, well, is partially brought back in the time of the Doctor, but I just noticed, or fail to answer, he doesn't answer for like nine hundred years. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It's true. Um and who does is River, the ghost of River anyway. Now I have a question about River that I'm not entirely so sure what's going on. She's linked to Clara. Mm-hmm. So when Clara walks into the vortex, if she's really dead, then how can I still be here? I think the point of and that spoilers. What was Yeah, that? we always we always assumed that meant there was something more to River's story that we're going to find out. But I think what that actually means is she's just say, saying Clara's not really dead. You know, you, you can still save her. I think that's what she was saying. But I, I don't know. Usually with River's spoilers, I mean, you're expecting something. Oh, another question for next season, you know? Um, well, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so lots of stuff is going on in this episode. It's kind of hard to... Um, kind of talk about them all. If you want to do that, listen to the old podcast about this episode. Uh, but really, uh, this one's a ten out of ten. Easily. Easily. However, that one of the end. one of the craziest endings. Yeah. With the War Doctor being revealed. Yes, the War Doctor, absolutely. All Which right. we didn't we didn't know what it was at the time when they when they showed him and they said introducing John Hurt as the Doctor. I was like, what? Is this like a future doctor or something or right, that was what I was thinking too, but he's keeping it secret, so But yeah, the way he was talking about it made it definitely sound like it was a past doctor. But we already saw all the past doctors, so that didn't make any sense. You know. Right. So the next episode after this is the fiftieth anniversary special. Um uh, that was the one that had Matt Smith, David Tennant, uh John Hurt, uh Billy Piper, Clara, but no Amy or Rory. Right. No, that's in the next episode. Amy. Yeah, Amy shows up in the next one, yeah. Oh, we also got uh, Osgood and, uh, what's her name, the uh, Kate Stewart. Kate Stewart. So, those uh, are recurring right. characters. Well. I want to point this out. Journey and the finale of season seven are the only episodes that we're talking about today that I rated 10 out of 10. I did not give the 50th anniversary a 10. Really? And the only reason why is because in my ratings breakdowns, I don't give any points to the bad guys because I hate them. Zygons? Yes. <laughs> I think they're stupid. I thought everything else was great. Which so to I gave it nine. Threat, but I don't to me, care. To the, the threat Zygons. is not the Zygons. The threat is the uh, the moment at the Time War. Yes, I understand that. However. On my, my list for rating, I have bad guys and I have threat. Oh. Um, and I separate them because sometimes you have great so bad guys. the bad guy's, guy, the with bad the guys terrible, threat. Sometimes <laughs> or you have the, really or good... the Time Lords or, or the Daleks. There. Yeah. Sometimes you have really good bad guys, terrible threat. Sometimes it's vice versa. And in this case, well, I don't care about the bad guys. I like the threat. Well, I mean, you could you can consider the Daleks or even the Time Lords uh, the bad guys. But they really ways. aren't. It's Saigon's. And they take place in the past with David Tennant, they take place in the current, and then they, and the way to finish and solve everything is to make sure everybody forgets who they are. Um, so it's Zygons for sure, and I, I was like, okay, that's fine, but I don't really care for them. For me, the Zygons are more a distraction from the main thread of the story. Um, so that's the 50th anniversary special, of course we have a podcast on that as well. Um... I definitely give it a 10 out of 10 myself. I, w- I want to. I want to give a 10 out of 10 for all these last three episodes. But that's not the case just because of little things here and there. Um, with... It's pretty much the same, I think, for, uh, the Christmas special. And that is... I I don't care too much about the bad guys. Uh, but the, the threat is fine. Um... So it's again, it's another nine for the Christmas special. I like the Christmas special a lot, uh, but I think it was m- more about the end of Matt Smith. Char- there's character development with uh, Matt Smith and Clara, like if it, it was focused on the characters and not necessarily. I mean, obviously you had you had the threat of the question and. Um, it, it was more it wasn't really a single enemy they, there was kind of everybody um you know you had you had cybermen you had Daleks you had uh, angels the silence you had the whipping angels although the silence kind of ended up helping him to fix yeah well but that's nice I mean having all the bad guys is fine but nothing feels centered and uh specific to me this episode should have been a longer oh wait it says 60 minute episode I thought it was a 45 minute well, it still should have been longer. <laughs> I should have s- been I, 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 75 minutes. Uh, well, that's deep breath. Yeah, Apparently. that one was was long for, for some reason. But that's, uh, you know, that's, that's the later talk show. Right. Um, so. This, uh, the TARDIS, Wikia, lists the Daleks as the main enemy. Eh, they're not. They are ultimately what makes the, the Doctor regenerate. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> so that's why they're counted I think. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, but uh what's interesting about this episode uh this is something that I've been kind of thinking about throughout throughout the series um throughout uh Matt Smith's run. Uh season 6, you know, when he gets when he gets shot regenerated. Uh and then um it was uh there was other points in season 6 where he said I could regenerate or season 7 uh he he said this uh more than one time that i could you know i could regenerate i i won't you know die or whatever something, something like that um and then in this one he says no i can't regenerate because i'm the i'm the 13th version of the doctor so it's clear that um even up to i think it was nightmare and silver he even says something about regenerating so it was clear even up to that point they did not anticipate uh Having to do the War Doctor. I mean, he's the 13th Doctor, but he's the 11th face. Is that how we're supposed to be taking it? So, okay, so 12 regenerations is what's allowed. It's not necessarily 13 Doctors, but 12 regenerations. So uh, you have the War Doctor, and you have the second regeneration with uh, David Tennant count. So that's uh, 12 regenerations, and that makes 13 13 versions. I didn't um, know. I think I thought people weren't even counting the War Doctor. Like, whatever. It is him. counted. Yeah. So, um, so before that though, I believe Day of the Doctor was originally supposed to have Christopher Eccleston in the War Doctor's place. Yeah, I, I was reading about his uh, his initial plans that he wanted to have included for uh, that he talked to Stephen Moffat about, and Stephen Moffat didn't like it or something. And then, <laughs> what no, 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 uh, Stephen Moffat tried to get Christopher Eccleston three... He, he talked to him three times, and he could never convince him. But, but uh, Christopher Eccleston specifically said it's because he specifically... He had an idea for the 50th that Steven didn't like. Um, but he said, well, that's okay. He said, um, I'll come back again for the 100th anniversary if I'm <laughs> still alive. I never, never heard that, but uh, I do know that they did have, like, three discussions... And they could never come to an agreement, I guess. Uh, and so they ended up making the War Doctor. Still, they should have had they should have had Christopher Eccleston come back for just the regeneration. But uh, but it's clear that um, they were not expecting uh, Matt Smith to be the last the last uh, version of the Doctor in that in that original regeneration cycle. Because a lot of what happens during Ma- Matt Smith's run seems to suggest that there is another regeneration in him. Yeah, so it but, doesn't make a lot of sense, but <laughs> so how, the time lords that stepped in and they gave him regeneration. Yes, yeah, so they gave him another cycle. Now, when he says new regeneration cycle, yeah. does that mean he has another thirteen versions that he can do, or does that mean it's an all new uh, cycle rule? Like maybe they gave him an unlimited cycles, or
1: I don't they know. Gave him
0: Five hundred seconds the question is if they'll ever actually answer that because if they don't answer it if they don't take the time to answer it, it took sixty it years won't matter. no it took fifty years to answer it the first yeah. time so so uh, probably won't need to um, what about the uh, curator Tom Baker the curator would be a future version that would be uh, Tom Baker we didn't mention him but uh, Tom Baker. Um, is he says that you will revisit some some old favorites, right? Which or means... that's what it, that's what he seems to suggest, which would mean that um, in the future, the doctor will regenerate into an older version of him, uh, a, a copy of one of his older versions. Well, no, okay. So the 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 scene starts, and uh, Matt Smith's character, Doctor, is sitting there watching the painting, and he's like, I could be. A Curator, I would be the great curator, and then Tom Baker's uh, curator character says, "I think you will." Mm-hmm. Um, so that seems to signify that he's supposed to turn into Tom Baker at some point. At some point, right? So, but the way he says it sounds like there may be more than one uh, old face that he revisits. But of course, this is That's not why something... people kept on thinking he's going to turn into David Tennant, right? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but uh, it's unlikely that, that this is going to happen in the show. Uh, if the show ever ends, they could do it in comics or books or something. Uh, or if the show goes on for another hundred years, then maybe they'll have good enough CGI that they could do it realistically. But <laughs> a problem he doesn't have to turn into old Tom Baker. He could turn into young Tom Baker and just right, live out that's his the life. Point. He would he would turn into young Tom. I guess they could do it the same way they're doing the first. Um, yeah, so, plays Tom Baker. Yeah, he's still doing like radio shows I think for Doctor Who. Yeah, radio uh, audio plays. Yep. Uh, yeah, yep. You Get you. They they make them on CD and MP3. Uh, a bunch of audio stories of Doctor Who, and I believe Tom Baker does do those. Um. However, okay, that was the end of season seven. Uh, it, it ended with, you know, Peter, whatever his face is, Capaldi. Capaldi? Yep. <laughs> um, Very, really, very abruptly. Abruptly, really quick transformation. Um, and that's pretty much what we have. Uh, did you want to do a spoiler section or no? No, I don't think so. Did you see the actual spoiler? Yeah. No, I just saw headlines. Just saw headlines. Okay, so I guess it doesn't really matter. There are things I guess you could talk about about it though, if you saw the um, release. Okay, but we'll but, we'll 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 just wait on that. Well, see if you can hold out another month before things start pouring in. Uh, well, okay, what I do want to talk about, not not the spoilers themselves, but uh, if you have an Android phone that has the Google app that lists like news stories. Uh, my phone has been serving me Doctor Who news stories, and when I <laughs> click on the the little button that says "Don't," you know, I don't not yeah. interested in Doctor Who. I tell it that it keeps coming. It keeps coming It, it just you keeps keep coming. It, it's I actually you keep uh watching Doctor Who, and Google spies on you. So there you go. <laughs> right. Well, the thing is, uh, years ago I told it to stop sending me news stories. Period, because I kept getting stuff like this. That setting is still on. Don't send me anything, news stories. I still get them. <laughs> so I don't know what's going on. I'll well, screw you. We're still going to send you news stories. There's no way for me to turn this off, and I, so I always <laughs> see this stuff. I, I see other spoilers, too, like uh, like casting uh, information for other shows and stuff like that. But I know exactly what you And I don't you know feel. if you noticed, but uh, some other TV shows like uh, Big Bang Theory and The Flash have spoiled a little bit of uh, uh, upcoming Doctor Who news as well. I know exactly how you feel. I ordered Applebee's. I said no pink, and they gave me a bunch of pink. So, was it was it okay? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, fries were good. At least they gave me the fries this time. But they gave me raw burgers. Not. I don't think it was. Raw. I don't think it would be raw. Not but... fully raw, but half raw. Um, <laughs> uh, this time I. I uh, last time they screwed up and they didn't give me my fries, I, I complained to Twitter and they told me to call them, and I did. And then uh, they said, I'm sorry about that. They'll say, we'll, we'll call Applebee's right away. And then this time when I complained uh, to Twitter that I got uh, pink meat, they, they did not do anything. <laughs> it's worse than the fries. Come on. So, uh, anyways, hope you like that little story of mine. Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> um, do you have anything else to add? Uh, no. Okay, well, thanks for tuning in to Smaller on the Outside. Um, If you head over to com, on the sidebar on the right, there's a donate button to give us money. <laughs> just putting it out there. When did you add that? <laughs> it was, I think when I created the podcast, but I'm just now talking about it. Uh, button is we used there. Ad, we used to uh put ads on there, but they never once generated any income. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the button is there. It does exist. <laughs> if you cannot find the button, you can just go to PayPal and donate money to D G I L L E A N D at gmail dot com. at gmail dot com. Uh, send anything you can think of. Um. It would help us tremendously uh, and maybe soundproof our studio. <laughs> that would be nice. Yes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> okay, thanks for tuning in. Subscribe, comment, share, uh, and uh, put ourselves on your calendar because we're coming to see you uh, what, in a couple weeks, two weeks, one week? Oh, let me check. Hold on. I didn't have that open. Um, the next one is... On November twenty fifth, November so that's 25th. two weeks. Is that that is the season eight podcast? Is is the, is that Thanksgiving? I no, it's a Saturday. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I am like that's a that's like a Thanksgiving date. It's uh, a Thanksgiving uh, break, sure. All right, well, twenty fifth. Um, so actually, we only have three more podcasts: season eight, nine, and ten. Twenty fifth, unless you hear from me, because that might be. Day, I could possibly be busy. I'm not sure, though. I have to check and see. So, oh, also in Doctor Who news, this uh, coming Tuesday, the Season 10 Blu-ray, uh, complete series Blu-ray is being released. So, I'm getting that in the mail on uh, Tuesday. That is fantastic ad uh, space. All right. Um, peace out, everybody. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Peace out.